anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists have been slammed for refusing to have the coronavirus vaccine when it becomes available in Australia. While the Prime Minister's accepted, it will be hard to make it mandatory. There are increasing calls for there to be consequences to those, for those who refuse the jab. The government has warned it won't rule out strict measures for those who do not comply. It's a hot topic this morning. To discuss it, I'm joined by Seven News political editor Mark Riley and journalist Louise Roberts. Morning to both of you, Mark. Good morning. Do you think the federal government will follow through on these threats? Uh, good morning, Nat. Good morning, Louise. I think it probably will. I mean, Scott Morrison yesterday in a couple of interviews said, don't forget I'm the Minister of No Jab, No Play, and that re requirement was brought in by a lot of the states um, in, uh, in childcare centres and, uh, and in schools. So uh, there, there are things the government can do legally. There's a collision here between the rights of the individual and the rights of the community, but the law, the law has um, deferred in, in favour of the community in some celebrated cases. So the government can do something. Maybe, you know, no jab, no job keeper. No jab, no job seeker. Would that work? Mm. Who knows? Mm. But look, the bigger problem here, though, Natty, is a, a question of moral and intellectual equivalence. This is what the anti-vaxxers want. They want a debate where their Fruit Loop ideas are given the same elevation as, um, as science, and we shouldn't give them that. Okay. And the other idea that's really important here is the responsibility on big media companies. By that, I mean those big media companies who say they aren't big media companies. Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, yeah. Instagram, and all these social media platforms. When all these nutcase theories are being, uh, being propagated on their platforms, they should bring, pull them down. Mm. If they can pull down tweets from the President of the United States, they can pull down this, this gumph, and they should. Well, the because amount of things that does, go around Facebook every day and you, right. can fit, you can hear it come out at every yeah. barbecue, yeah. at every dinner party, it's sprouted. Yes. I know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. repeated right back to you. Can be worried about these things, and people who you know, maybe haven't read deeply into it can yeah. be persuaded by it. So this sort of stuff should not be allowed to be put onto social media yes. because it does persuade no, people, right. unfortunately. Yeah. And the difficult truth is every public health measure we have left comes with a massive cost to people and their lives. But we have never shied away from doing what's necessary. We have made the deliberate decision to temporarily enhance police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. Moving forward, police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in a place of residence to first provide their purpose for not being at home and provide their home address. Police will also have the authority to stop a vehicle to inquire about an individual's reason for leaving their residence. And our inspectors will also be ensuring that those who absolutely must come to work are strictly following the public health measures. For our employers and employees, take note, this is your last warning. Um, I'm wondering about these new police powers to just randomly stop someone walking down the street or to pull over a car. What happens if, uh, if a person refuses to answer the police question? So by issuing these new additional enforcement measures, it allows police officers to ask the person why they are not at their place of residence and what their place of residence is. And specifically to your question, um, if you are not willing to comply, then you are breaking the law. If someone sees um, uh, their neighbors uh, breaking these, these new regulations um, and, and having a party in their yard, that sort of thing, should should people call police on their neighbors? 
in terms of people calling um, to snitch, to inform, um, look, we all have a personal responsibility. If it means saving lives, then I think we have to think about what your social responsibilities are as an individual to make sure that you don't empower other people and invite a whole bunch of individuals to your home. your brain think and we know the thoughts that you think even before you think them we watch you compose edit delete recompose re-edit and we've saved all your deletes all your double deletes all of your thoughts and they will be used against you in an international court of opinion everything you've done in the name of freedom will be used against you because we changed the rules in the middle of the game that was rigged from the beginning. No, you thought you were growing up in a country that had a constitution. Lo and behold, the constitution was pulled out from underneath you. Coming out of a, a Walmart, I went inside maskless. The guy said, sir, 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 sir. And I just dead-eyed right past him like he wasn't there. Because he wasn't there. Because he holds no place of authority. It is a mandate. This is only going to come undone 
through peaceful civil disobedience. Stop listening. Let them fine you. It's going to have to go in front of a judge, in front of a court of law, and then guess what? Then they're going to have to follow the law. It's not a mandate, not an opinion of the law, but the actual law. Business action here. Sit in a golf cart and enjoy your life. Coming up on the show today, Wasted Militia. Some anthrax coming off of State of Euphoria. Some bad religion. Lawnmower Death doing some motorhead. Triple shot of Demiser. A double shot of Death coming off of Leprosy. The Addicts, Nat Marin, check, is it Nat, or is it Nat Marin, or Nat Moran, or Nat Moran? His album's called The Lurking Evil, some Coxbarer, Head in a Jar, Evil Spectrum. And then the band name, I did not know when I read this earlier during the pre-show. Hold on, I'll find it. Oh, and I apologize for the extra echo. I had my dumb monitors on in the speaker. Schizo Goat. It's a new EP. This dropped. Album's called War, Pestilence, and Sacrifice. And then after that, what do we got? Some Tiki Jam, Sentinel, Sense of Dread. And then my one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Kiss track will be a surprise to end the show. Shout out to Paul Stanley for getting healthy. Thank you. God bless you. This 
Jesus Makes a Terror, Behold the Sacred Fire EP just dropped. from Catalonia, Spain. Find them on the new wave of old school thrash metal page there on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, banned from YouTube. Uh-oh. YouTube even deleted my ability to post there from my publisher account. pushing digital sovereignty remember when human sovereignty was good enough and they realized that the only thing from the state taking over was human sovereignty but even the CFR and their talking points said that one of the things that they needed to remove was human sovereignty so what they're doing now is they're pushing digital sovereignty and I can guarantee one will be used to replace the other Does my voice sound hoarse? I was heckling Joe Biden all weekend. How about the fact that there's there's video of people screaming at him and then they and then immediately said no one was yelling at me. Great video uh, that I retweeted on uh, the Twitter there at John Toll J O H T O L A was a. Well, what do you do? What do you do when you're a, you're a college professor? You've been a college professor for 20 years. In that 20 years, you've done everything that you're supposed to do as a college professor, hence the reason that you've been a college professor for 20 years. You have a PhD in ethics. So then as far as the school's concerned, you're an subject matter expert in ethics what do you do then when the university that has willfully employed you for two decades then turns around and says Euphoria. Finally, the masks off. 
And the corporate comedians. You know, the most least funny among us, Jimmy Kimmel, one of them. Do you disagree with me? You do not deserve health care. Finally. Turn to the streets of New York City. Oh, who do they pay off? No, no, is there a Macy's variant that allows us to go back to normal? The world famous Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is back. City of New York and Macy's announced Wednesday the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade will return this year to the streets of the Big Apple for its 95th edition. No, I heard all the balloons had to wear condoms. The parade will entertain live crowds and a national television audience with giant helium balloons, floats, marching bands, performance groups, celebrities, clowns. Jim Acosta, I mean, and Santa Claus. Marching band cheer, a specialty group performance originally slated for the 2020 parade will participate this year. Many, uh, how many Afghanis are going to be hanging off these balloons trying to free de Blasio, trying to free themselves from de Blasio's tyranny? student debt now $15 minimum wage now free health care now arming the enemy and creating a, a nation of terrorists who are willingly able to be imported here to attack us yes 
Removing people from polite society who ask the wrong questions? Yes. Not experiencing it right now. You, you put something up on Instagram, they immediately take it down. You put it up on YouTube, they immediately take it down. They give you a content strike. I'm reading the news that I got from YouTube, and I get a content strike for repeating it. ladies and gentlemen stand on your laurels it's bad religion a quote harmful content unquote warning on the constitution the national archives records administration placed a harmful content warning on the constitution labeling the governing document of the united states as quote harmful or difficult to view unquote warning applies to all the documents across the archives catalog websites including the bill of rights and the declaration of independence These records span the history of the United States, and it is our charge to preserve and make available these historical records. As a result, some of the materials presented may reflect outdated, biased, offensive, and possibly violent views and opinions. These are your founding documents, ladies and gentlemen. These are the preservation of your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Sometimes the pursuit of your happiness makes you so happy that your happiness triggers somebody who is permanently pissed off. And then they leave a negative Yelp review on our website. The next thing you know, our museum is losing money. The NARA, the National Archive, whatever, is responsible for preserving and protecting documentation of American heritage, noted that so-called harmful historical documents could reflect racist sexist, ableist, misogynistic, misogynoir, and xenophobic opinions and attitudes, be discriminatory towards or exclude diverse views on sexuality, gender, religion, and more, and include graphic content of historical events such as violent death, medical procedures, crime, wars, terrorist acts, natural disasters, and more. This isn't the first time that the archives have catered to a leftist view of history. This is coming to you from the Federalist. The Archives Racism Task Force claimed that the Archives Rotunda... Oh, that is fat shaming if you call a building a rotunda. Which houses the founding documents as an example of structural racism. Task Force also pushed to include trigger warnings around displays of the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, which are all in the rotunda. 
link to the harmful content. Let's see what they said. Now, in the past, we did not have standards or policies to help with our help archivists avoid harmful language. Oh, you know, it's the people who are archiving the actual document. I was so triggered. I just ripped up the document that I went to school for to get a job so I could protect it. I mean, rip it up. I mean. How about that? Does that, does that make you feel comforted? For those of you around the world listening that do not have as founding documents as solid as these ones that are somehow easily driven over. I'm telling you, I'm going to turn my Prius into a tank. Jeff. has scared you the least, huh? The normal one, the Delta, the Mu, communism, which one? Something that uh, that uh, Mr. Joey Rogan said yesterday, in order for the vaccines to receive emergency approval for usage, there cannot be any effective treatments available. If hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are what they would determine to be effective treatments, then it strips these therapeutics from their emergency approval for usage. And that, ladies and gentlemen, seems to be the whole game. The laws are in place for a reason. The twisting of language, the changing of definitions done right in front of your face. You know, you, you thought Miriam Webster was bad by changing the definition of anti-vaxxer to include people who believe in vaccine choice. Well, how do they change the, de- vaccine, uh, the definition of vaccine itself? Oh, but it wasn't Miriam Webster. It was the CDC. The CDC now saying that a vaccine used to be a product that guaranteed immunity against a disease. And now they're saying that it's just a... Well, it's just a preparation. It's not a product. It's just a preparation. So you don't get sick. Just like we're doing with vitamin C, D, B12, 